It's Jerome from Desire to Inspire Podcast, and I'm here to talk about what I do, why I do it, and if you take 20% of what I say and apply it, you definitely make some change in your life. And um, yeah, I'm back for 2022, man. It's like, I've got the fire up my belly, I'm ready to go, I've always been on it, but I feel like this is going to be the best year of my life, 100% facts, so many different changes, so much things happened in 21. I can't even reconcile and go through everything, but my main focus was obviously D2Y. This is the D2Y podcast, so my main focus was literally like um, building a network and connecting with people that are doing what I'm doing. So like, um, I worked in a school in um, Hillingdon. Now I work at a school local to me. Um, it was my first ever secondary school. Uh, so that was an experience as well. So it helped me to do what I'm doing now. Um, I had like a network of people that were doing the same kind of youth work stuff um, and obviously in the pursuit of building ended up meeting more people um, um, so it was really good actually and I feel like for me you know you never know when, you're, when your turn is going to be right I think everyone should make plans everyone should work towards what they need to do but at the same time the timing is never up to you you never have you always want things to happen in the right time frame um, but the only thing in your control is not giving up right just like consistently just doing it and if you're passionate if you love it and if you're doing it for a purpose you'll never give up right that's not even a thought um, yeah you can take breaks like even me like I ain't really done nothing on D2Y the project for a good while um, I've done a talk recently actually um, local to me um, and I've been offered to talk to young people basically about um, how do you do what you do and, and this is a fun thing because I feel like working in schools for all this time I really like relive in my own like childhood and like, adolescence but I'm just looking at it thinking like when we're when we're teachers, right, and when we're adults and whatever, we always tell kids, oh, what do you want to do when you're older? What do you? You, some people just don't know, right? And you never know, right? Your life is literally a springboard of what you don't, not knowing what you want to do, right? There are small cases where people do things and they knew when they were young, right? And they do it. Um, so, yeah, that's that's that like, batch of people. But I feel like this is the day and age, you know, where you get a job for 20 years, I feel that's like gone. I don't feel like people are gonna do it. Like for me personally, the whole D2Y movement is about the next generation. <laughs> it's about really, you know, using, not being used by social media and cell phones to educate yourself and learn and connect, right? And, um, you know, using an holistic approach, right? I'm giving away everything, but not even everything, but just giving away like kind of, you know, how I do what I do to everything, right? You gotta look at everything from every angle. You know, when we grow up, we grew up in a family, in a community, in a house, and all of these things shape our mindset and what we think. And again, our circle of influence as well, which is our friends. So, you know, I want to be able to incorporate these things. I've got The Power of Positive Thinking uh, by Norman Vincent. That book is really good, right? Power of Positive Thinking, but I think he wrote a second book called Power of Positive Thinking for Young People. And I remember I was talking to this young person like in the school I'm at now, and not going to say her name for legal reasons, but she was going through depression and she was um, self-harming and that. And you know, her, her words were really my mind, you know, my mind and my thoughts and da, 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 and you know, as adults we go through it too, man, as adults with real depression out here, you know, but when you're young, you're really like so immune to this and social media cell phones, I think it's made things like this higher. I feel it's made people self-harm, it's made young people get into serious forms of depression, right? And a young person, you can learn from everyone. I, I, I've never been like, you know, kids can't teach me nothing. This student told me, she's year 11, she said, look, some parents subconsciously, emotionally abuse their kids, and I feel that's right, like, but it's not intentional. It's like they just want them to do well, and you know, they get uh, they just want to be proud, and you want to make your parents proud, and you know, it's just whole game not even game, but it's like 
you know, trying to make your parents proud sometimes can be a downward spiral, right? Because you're not really putting yourself first and that's where everyone should be. I was speaking to this girl the other day and she was saying to me the same thing. She was like, oh, I've done this because my mom told me and my mom this and my mom that. And it's like, we feel like, this might sound not even controversial, but we feel we know what's best as adults for kids. And sometimes we don't know. And it's a simple conversation. Like most of the time, I'll be honest with you, the, the reason I can get results with the kids is because I engage with them. I ask them questions. I want to, not want to get in their head, but I want to understand how they think because your thinking control your actions, your actions control your results. So I'm looking at it from that standpoint as a human being, whether you're young, old, whatever it is, every behavior is an unmet need. So when I'm working with the behavior, I'm looking at the child as a whole. I'm looking at the person, the age, what year they were born, what family they went into and you know, what kind of circumstances that is around them that makes them up and going back to kind of what I do. So that's what I've been really, really pushing. I feel like I was torn today. I wanted to work on three goals and I'm going to do a massive, massive book drop. This is something for 22 that everyone should get. But I was like looking at like my, my, my goals and I was like looking at like the financial goals, the career goals, whatever. And I was thinking, ah, oh, there's two things that I want to work on. I was thinking that there's two career goals basically. And I was like, oh man, you know what? Yeah. What's more important, right? They're both equally important. I could even put one above, it was really hard to put one above the other, but I had to really think, I say, look at all that work I've done. Like I just spoke about, like, you know, in terms of everyone knows I'm opening up a youth center and I feel like that's a passion. That's something that I need. That's something that I'm going above and beyond. I'm even doing real estate courses. I'm studying commercial property. I'm a person, I'm about ownership, you know, and I want to, I'm innovation too, right? So I'm like, if I want to open up a center, I'm thinking about how can it be good for everybody, you know, so we can open up a centre, for instance, with flats on the top and the families that live at the top are the same kids that come to the centre, you know, so that's the model, we're trying to break the mold, we want high streets to have youth centres, we want to have the, the, something where parents can come to, you can bring your siblings of all ages, you know, and it's something that's safe and I've spent years, this is something that's going to last for the next 20 years, so it's taken a lot of work and I started it in 19, I started it in 2019 it was birthed, right, by going to events, you know, and, and starting working in schools was with, was with that purpose. So it's it's like, you know, it's really good because I'm actually building experience with children and young people. I'm getting to work with adults. I get to understand how it would how it works, you know, how the whole system works. And my model is amazing. And like I said, it's all about innovation. But last year was great. You know, like I said, I met loads of people that are doing what I'm doing. I... I I'm always apt to have the conversation because I'm, I'm the talk king. So, you know what I mean? I'll ring people, I'll meet people. I, I like to talk, you know, these emails. I can't really stand emails, I'll be honest with you. But that's the day and age we're in. Uh, so I visit like uh, one YMCA up in Hillenden. I visit another one local to me. Um, I really talk to people that had like organizations that support charities that uh, grassroots like me. I met with people that done it for longer than me. And I connected to really good people that was the start of me starting the charity. That gave me real sound advice. And to be honest, out of all of this stuff, and I even got a letter from the local council, but what I'm saying is like, what I learned is, throughout all of it, you just got to go for it, man. Like, I'll be honest with you, like, one of the things I wrote that I learned yesterday, because it was a really good day yesterday, um, was that vision without execution is hallucination. And that's something that I heard that I'm just pushing out there because I feel like, Everyone's got, everyone's, amb I feel everyone's ambitious. I'll be real with you because everyone wants a better life. And I've met some really good, ambitious people. I know some good, ambitious people. But the difference, the real difference between success, ah, success and failure is execution, you know, and, 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 and being consistent regardless. I feel like people give up too soon. People want, people have, not even, yeah, people have instant gratification. People, 
don't what well, they don't see results straight away so it's they they just don't do it right that's not what it is i feel like people need to keep going and going and going and going it's like do it until you know like jim Rohn said like so for me it's like if the, but the driver has to be something that i'm driven by my purpose i'll be real with you like people ask me why i do what i do this i feel like this is the reason i'm living so it's like that it's a different drive bro nothing can stop me you know even last year, I don't know if you heard, like I was putting out a petition, I signed a petition of 100 names to get an old building. And again, everything's about timing. I even, like I said, I got the letter from the local authority. I was so close to getting a building in Axon High Street. Everything was set down. I was ready to run my crowdfund for 50 grand. And then, you know, I lost to, to the highest bidder because it's all about money, right? And then when I wanted support from the council at the time, it was very hard to get for the decision maker. I was always sending emails and all this stuff. So it got really, really hard. But... By the time I got it, I got the letter. But I got the attention. Attention is the most important thing. I feel like if you work hard, you're going to create attention. You're going to be so good they can't ignore you. That's that's like the mentality that I have. Um, but yeah, man, it's like it don't stop, right? <laughs> well, I lost the building. You know, it is what it is, right? Going to find more. We're going to, you know. But what, what again, like I said, like if you go for something, you're going to get something bigger and better than what you wanted. So before I pursued the building the way I did, aggressively I didn't have all of these people that I knew that I visited that can give me advice and what and so forth do you understand like even people in my family that were doing uh, mentoring I got you know understand what they do and whatever so I was like you know losing the building was a good thing right you always got to look at things like that because it's like in the pursuit of the building whether I lost it or got it I got attention from people <laughs> and if I didn't do what I'm doing because people are interested Especially people that are in my local area that have been doing youth work and had youth clubs for years. They're thinking, wow, this is a new new guy coming in the scene and he's bringing my attention. People are telling me about him, right? That comes from work. That comes from being persistent and that comes from being consistent in, in your focus. So that that's definitely going to get picked up, man. I feel like 22 this summer, we're going to go and have a bye. But I'm now starting from experience. I can reflect on the actions I made and really make really good choices. So... That's something I'm definitely going to be working towards, as we know. But um, today, man, it was like the second of the year, second day of the year, second day of the year. I'm already smashing what I'm doing, right? But I've resurfaced the book. I got in 2018. I got recommended by a circle because I had a circle of young entrepreneurs um, that, you know, either they met at my event or I met them at an event I went to. Um, I developed relationships with them. And basically we like to recommend stuff to each other, advice and whatever it is. And this person recommended a book called The 12 Week Year. It's called The 12 Week Year by Brian P. Moran. So for me, I didn't buy the physical. Um, I got Audible. You pay like £10 a month and you get the book. So the book here basically is is only about... This is the audio. <laughs> yeah, the book is really only about um, using your time wisely. If you on, on a broad scale, let's just keep it honest, like... Broad scale, use your time wisely. You know, we got 24 hours in a day, 160 hours in a week, depends on what I want to do. People attack me every day, right, about my work rate. People attack me every day. I definitely need to focus on one thing at a time. I, I would definitely agree with that. But I want a better life. I want to change my life. So one of the biggest things that I ever heard today, I was watching uh, Fresh and Fit again, and the guy was basically going through a hard time in his life. And he literally brought it down to two decisions. And I think this is what I do in my school as well. I give the kids like simple things, right? Because if you make it easy and simple, it's easy to get a, a, um, an answer, right? So if you're going through a tough time, anybody, right? And it, even me, you know, when I went through a tough time, the guy said to me, you can either change or you stay the same. That's literally it. There's no other, there's no gray area with that, right? 
And that's really like everything. You should really look at it like that. So if something happens bad, you know what I mean? And like, you got to reflect and you got to look at yourself and think, okay, what have I learned? What can I do different next time? Because there's always opportunity to do better. So that's why we should never beat ourselves up every day, every day, all hour. Yeah, we get depressed, we get down moments, you know, but the thing is not to stay in it and not dwell. So I definitely feel like this book, the 12-week year, to get more than in 12 weeks and in 12 months. And I'll drop a few things that I got from the book from the top of my head. So like I said, it really is about utilizing your time. And today, you know, that's what I was doing. I, was, I, was, I spent me a few hours to really um, narrow it down. Um, and I think that my cognition my, my cognition skills are very slow, right? And I'm, I'm open book on this podcast. So I feel like it just takes me long to retain information. It takes me long to kind of, you know, do things. So it took me a few hours to kind of knuckle it down. And um, when I was doing my 12-week year, I started it from obviously this Sunday to the Saturday in like uh, March. So basically, um, every day, every week, every month counts. So what you do, you transcend. I've got a productivity planner. If you want to go and get that, go on Amazon. And it basically nuts everything down into priorities because I I know that it's all about um, prioritizing your most important task and knocking it down. So... Yeah, so it's really about kind of doing that, really, and, and what's closer to your goal, like, every day, what you're trying to achieve. And I like to show people what I'm doing, because if you want to be successful, you've got to follow people that are, either have the way there or they've been there already. So, um, yeah, man, it's like the 12 week year, that book really shows you how you're going to get more done in 12... Even that alone, you're thinking, wait a minute, 12 weeks, that's only three months. No, he says, basically, he's saying... If you set a goal, we all probably done it. Oh, we set a goal for the thirty first and of December for the rest of the year. But yeah, but you're thinking, oh, I got I got nine months, I have got eleven months left. So you just waver it off, you leave it, you prolong it. But if you act as literally twelve month, twelve weeks is twelve months, move differently. So it's like that's how you can continuously progress. And one of the biggest things I would definitely say is focus. Focus is a hidden drive of excellence by Daniel Coleman. That's another book. I love book dropping. It's fun. Focus like that book are oh, so thick because I feel that that book really is the epitome of success. I, I really believe that. I feel like when you're tunnel vision, like I'm not speaking to myself now, you block out everything, nothing matters but the task in hand. And um, yeah, it's tough, man, because you've got to sacrifice, right? You could spend that time doing anything in the world, right? But you're using that to focus on the thing that you're trying to achieve. So to focus on something for a long period of time until it's finished is a discipline in itself. That's not easy for everyone to do, right? To do something, you know, even me, like I feel like I get, um, what's the right word? I get, um, not sidetracked, what's, there's a word for it and I'm just trying to think of it. I get like easily distracted, there's a word for it, but I can't remember. So I'll basically be doing something for like an hour or two and then I'll just randomly like, I don't know, pick up my phone or I'll randomly get up and like, so I don't know what that is. Maybe ADHD. I don't know what it is, but it's something to do with attention and focusing, and that's what I, I, I deal with. Uh, that's really difficult. Um, and actually, I'm gonna actually drop this because this is really good information. If I can find it, um, I fix down there. Just give me one second. So, um, like I was saying before about the actions um, is backed by the thinking, and the results are backed by the action. So that's how we do everything as humans, right? So when we're looking at just anything in general, even success, like you gotta look at it, like the continuous behavior, the compound, the habits that you're developing over time become something, right? And you might not see results in two, three months, man, but that's why people need to start with their why. I feel like 
that's the biggest thing because people don't buy what you do, they buy why you do it. And for me, I want to create, I think success is important. I was saying this, I was thinking about this today. I think success is important because it can literally set your kids up, right? And I'm not saying that poverty is the reason for gangs and violence and all of this stuff, but it's definitely a factor. If you look at the broad scale of things, it's definitely a factor of why people do things. Um, you know, and even though there might be a small minority, I remember someone in the school trying to argue me down, and I feel like they're just arguing for the sake of arguing's sake, because the majority of the statistics say this. How are you going to argue a 1% or 5% minority? It's, it's silly. But anyway, like, if you really look at, because my whole thing is based on studying, right? So I have to study, like I said, holistic. So I have to study everything. I have to study the community. There's something called contextualized safeguarding. That's something I never knew nothing about until last year. So that's, again, looking at the whole picture, looking at the family, the home, da 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 da, da. So a lot of people that get kicked out of school go to jail. A lot of people getting gangs are you know, involved in some sort of, they're vulnerable, they're vulnerable, right? So there's, there's a little pattern there. So what I'm saying is that basically you need to understand that every action has a reaction. So... The school to prison pipeline is what I'm working on um, at the moment, uh, working through, and I'm starting in the schools because that's the top of the pipeline. Um, so for me personally, when I'm here giving back and I'm here working in the schools, I'm working in to change the mindset and the mentality of the young people and to have someone that is in, like, I think the reason why I get results is because I'm relatable and I'm understandable and I'm streetwise and I get the kids that's it. I get the amount of kids that say, you get me, sir. You understand me. And I get the results because I get the kids. So that's what I'm saying. I understand all of that when I'm doing what I'm doing. The psychology of it. It's all about the mind, right? And um, yeah, man, I feel like this is just me talking. If I'm successful, I can now give that to my brother, my little brother, my cousins, my niece and nephews. They're creating that. Who knows who they're going to tell their friends to. So, you know, Someone like, um, I'll give an example, one of my cousins, right? You know, he went to jail when he was in his teens, right? When he was probably 19, 20. His son will never know what that's like, you know, because he definitely, we're all product of our upbringing. We'll grow up on some of our issues from my childhood, go into adulthood, because we, we, wasn't, uh, we didn't have the uh, coping mechanisms at that age to deal with any sort of issues, right? So you deal with it when we're older. But basically, just talking to him and understanding that his son's never going go, to go through what he's been through. Because he has a mum and dad at home, they're married, they're working together to support the children. And do you know what I mean? And that's his driver. His driver is like his son doesn't want to, he doesn't want his son to do nothing that he done. He doesn't want his son to go out there and do the stuff that he done. But through success, there's many people, like some of the celebrity children, like I can name some people top of my head, like um, T.I. Who else? Um... Someone else, D D no, DMS, rest in peace. There's Swiss beats. There's, there's loads of people that when they were young, they were like very like bad, and because of success, they can actually provide their children the opportunity to not do certain things or not do that because there's money there to create opportunity. So, bottom line is success is important because it really creating generational wealth. Again, like I said, it's not about money; it's about opportunity, bruv. And it's giving the young people something I don't know, a healthier alternative than road. Healthy alternative than shot him. And if you really want to knuckle it down, that's a system made for you to fail, right? The school to prison pipeline, who made that, right? Someone made that system. So 
I'm working closely with the yacht, I'm working closely with the youth justice team in general, just look at youth violence, look at youth crime, but again, look at the whole picture, because a lot of people are too reactive and not proactive, so I think being part of being proactive is talking to the adults around these young people, like, who are they living with? Again, what were their parents' childhood like? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because sometimes it's a cycle, bro, a cycle of trauma, man, like, we're going to break that cycle for real, and again, I just went on a long tangent, but I feel like that's like the main driver for me to kind of like make change with the youth and stuff. But anyway, um, mental awareness. This is something that I got from Sam Evans, if you know about him, go, and go on YouTube and he speaks about this, um, which is about your self, self, uh, self-awareness, identity and beliefs. Again, what you believe. Um, and this is basically like a little chart of um, people doing stuff and trying to achieve stuff, basically. But... There's like a bottom pile, which I'm starting with in the top part, which is obviously the success part. Uh, there's the mental strength and mental condition, which I just, which I just mentioned, uh, which is self-discipline, punctuality, prioritization, planning, scheduling, problem solving. And you might be good at one or good at some and weak in others, but you've got to know where you're weak, where you can grow or where you can partner. And then there's business principles, which is values, beliefs about business, cash flow, and student obsession. Um, and then obviously you get into the business principles and then the results from your actions. So some people don't know why. I'll just knuckle it down. Some people don't know why they're not successful because they've done the same thing as someone else. But I'll be honest with you, your mind is your mindset. Working on yourself, understanding yourself. Um, but anyway, in the 12-week year, um, I sat down today and I went through the whole, you know, 12-week year. That's going to end in the end of March. And it's going to be colourful. I'll be honest with you, man. Before the first quarter, smash it. I'm going to smash it. And I'll break down just a method of how I kind of break down my goals and trust me this has been a consistent thing like because I ain't always been best at goal setting I'll be honest with you man I didn't know what I was doing I didn't know how to do it I was just doing whatever came to my head um but I feel like this is a good little model so if I could actually open this up now I can quickly show you um oh, wait a minute <clears throat> so what I start with obviously is I go to a calendar my phone my laptop whatever and I go to year and I look and I say okay if you want to have a good year, you got to have a good start. So I look at it, I say, okay, we've got 12 months a year. So we break that down. You can break it down into threes or fours, whatever you want to do. I'll break it down into uh, to fours. So the first um, half of the year, which should be January to April, and then follow on from May <clears throat> to August, and then the last one will be from September to December. So if you can just conquer the first, don't forget about the end of the year, Conquer the first four months with goals that spread across from month to month. And, you know, <clears throat> that's kind of how you do it. But again, overall, I'm looking at the goals as a whole. So not one goal is going to make you fulfilled, right? And there is a, I don't know, is it a, no, a pie chart? What is this? It's like a cycle of like life. And I think I spoke about this before. And it can break down into different categories um, as career, family, health, um, social, uh, love, and then financial. And for me personally, I circled the most important, three most important ones. So I knocked it down. You can't do all of them at the same time. You can't all do them in the same year. This is something that I learned. It's, just, it's not going to work. Uh, my most important is health, career, and financial. Health, because without your, your mind, body, and soul, you can't do nothing. Um, Finance, because a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff is based on finance. Um, a lot of my stuff that I need to do is based on finance. 
no money waits to work around. So, and career, you know, doing what you doing what you love for the rest of your life on your own terms is my definition of success. Giving back, um, inspiring, helping people. That's kind of my thing. So, but I want to make the transition from where I am, where I want to be. Um, so I've chose to focus on them three things in that cycle. Um, and then in the 12 week year, um, I wrote down like all of my goals for like the whole year, right? For the end of the year. But then I got, this is where prioritization comes in. And again, this ain't easy for me. I just have to sit there and think about like, is this important than that? Is that more important than this? Is this going to get me, then I have to really think about it. So the top of the year, you have free, and if you want to go and get this, it's like a little sheet. I think you can go online called 12week.com and you can get it. Um, I downloaded it and printed it out. But it's called the 12-week goal statement. So basically, the first three goals that you want to achieve, um, one of them is in the health category, one of them is in the financial category, and one is in the career category. And then you have the key stone action. And these are the things that you're going to do consistently to get your result. This is not something you're going to do to get your immediate result. This is something you consistently to get your result over time. So again, my one will be like going to the gym four days a week, working on my upper body, um, clearing some debts, on my credit report, getting a good credit rating. And there's some more youth collaborative projects and spaces that are already available. Um, so these three things are going to help me get to these three goals um, with deadlines. We're going to put deadlines on there as well. Um, and then there's this commitment cost. So everything has a cost. Everything's going to be um element of discipline, right? So if, for instance, I go gym at five o'clock I go gym at six o'clock, sorry, in the morning, but I get up at five. So getting up at five every day, that's a discipline in itself. If you want to be able to have enough money, you got to pay less, you got to be able to spend less than you earn, man. Every week, just be as tight as you can, just spend the most important expenses first, X, Y, and Z. Then the third thing is just continuously, which I've been doing, is networking and building relationships with people and, and maintaining relationships because I feel like the hardest thing for me isn't in the initial, I think initially I'm likable, I know I talk to people, um, I don't always come with a giving, needy nature. So I can always have the initial, but to maintain a relationship, that's that's difficult. And you're not going to connect with everybody, but that's the hardest bit. Because then what happens if you don't keep in contact for like six months, three months, then eventually like kind of, you know, it just dies out, right? Um, so really, I'm learning as well. I'm a networker, I know how to network, but to keep the network and keep them valuable, Mutually beneficial relationships is 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 a skill, and everyone needs to learn that. Because that's half of your success. I'll say that again: half of your success is the ability to build relationships. Read how to win friends and influence people. That's a really good book. So anyway, twelve week year, really good book. Um, and you know, again, it's just about breaking it down, really. And um, you know, I'm not gonna go through everything because there's a lot of information. But the three main girls I just mentioned, all of them have specific things that I can do. Um whether it's every week, every month, for just little things. And then I transcend all of these little things into what I do for my weekly planner. Then I have a list of things and then I transcend them daily and then I track it. So the key really, I'm going to go back to this, um, is reflection. Reflection is great, right? I reflect on the week. I reflect on the last week. So I reflect on the last two weeks. Then I reflect on each day, Right? reflection, looking at what you could have done more, what you could have done better. Because when you write things down and you do them, you're literally writing down your life. The best way to predict the future is to create it. So like, I'm here like writing down what I'm doing, what I've done, what I've done, looking how I can do it better. You know, continue critiquing and 
structuring and, and you know what's the right word like molding the direction where you're going to get your result so that's the book man and I feel like everyone should get the 12 week year if you've got any goals whether it's quit smoking whether it's get your driving lessons whether it's clear debts whether it's get a partner your goal should be daily continuously something that you're working towards and I've achieved some of the goals especially the health one man I've gained a lot of weight I've toned up I've eaten much I've got much more of a balanced diet I wouldn't say I've eaten healthy I've said I've got a more balanced diet I eat much more fruit veg and salad now than I did before have a balance nothing wrong with the pizza burgers and chips and but you have a balance do you know what I mean like even me like I've come highly off the sugar right I used to have loads of snacks sugars that I cut off that now you know and just have a balance it's not about cutting it out but it's about not having it as much as you do um, so yeah man I, I, I you know, this is going to be a great year, amazing year. I'm putting it out of the universe. I've got amazing things to achieve. I'm going to be super focused and I'm going to achieve my goals. And definitely, you know, D2I is definitely here to stay. This is the D2I podcast and I'm, I can't wait to see it involve. Just remember I said that. I want someone to you know, play this back to me when it happens. But I feel like whenever this date was, 2nd of January 2022, Jerome said, yeah, this is going to happen. This is going to evolve. This is just the brand. And branding isn't always um, your logo. You know what I mean? Branding is everything. It's, it's what you're trying to create around what you're doing. This is Jerome.